0: Today on City Cash Chicago. Do we actually like pumpkins? I know pumpkin spice has its moment every year, but seriously, besides the marketing, what's the big deal? Well, since Illinois is the country's largest producer of pumpkins, we figure we should probably try some of Chicago's pumpkin offerings since this craze may actually be our fault. It's Wednesday, October 25th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago's Talking About. I'm back with our one and only lead producer, Simone Alisea, and we're going to be reviewing some of these seasonal treats and learning a little bit about pumpkins along the way. Simone, I got to start here. Are you a pumpkin spice fan?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I, 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 I love pumpkin spice, actually. Uh, I think it's um, I think it's cozy. I pretty much love all things squash in general, no matter how it's prepared. Um, I think it smells good. I think it's great. Jacoby, what about you? Are you uh, are you a pumpkin spice fan?
0: Honestly, no, I'm more of a scary Spice fan myself. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> no, for real, there's this great bit from Bernie Mac, and I won't go through the whole thing, but he ends it with basically being like, I ain't never had no pumpkin pie. And that's the same with me. I've actually never really tried pumpkin-flavored things. It's always been more decorative to me. I've carved more pumpkins than I've actually eaten in my life.
1: Really? Really? yeah. That's so interesting, especially because you grew up here. And like we said, Illinois is the country's largest producer of pumpkins. And so before we get into some of the things that we tried, I want to ask you a little piece of pumpkin trivia. Can you tell me— Roughly how many acres of pumpkin were harvested in Illinois in 2021? I'm going to give you some choices. Okay. A, roughly 2,000 acres, B, roughly 6,000 acres, or C, roughly 16,000 acres?
0: Ooh. I'm not even going to lie to you. My first answer, if you didn't give me multiple choice, I was going to say 725 with hella confidence. And then your first your first choice was thousands. I'm going to go with the middle one. I'm a middle person. I'm going to take the middle. What was that, six or seven?
1: Uh, Yeah, 6,000 acres. You would have been correct around the year 2000. Uh, but oh. in 2021, Illinois produced nearly 16,000 acres of... Pumpkins. So, just to give you a sense of how much space that takes, I was going to say, can you
0: give me an equivalent? Yes,
1: uh kind of. I can tell you that's roughly ten percent of the entire city of Chicago. So that would be like, you know, it, it would be like Rogers Park and Edgewater and Uptown, like and West Rogers Park, like and Lincoln Square, like that's kind of like what we're talking. Like ten percent of huge the city of pumpkin Chicago. Field would be one huge pumpkin field, yeah.
0: Where are pumpkins largely harvested in Illinois? Is it Central, Southern, where at?
1: Largely in Central Illinois, they're, they're harvested. And I've got a question about that later on. But to put another way, um, in 2021, Illinois produced 652 million pounds of pumpkins. Ooh. Uh, I got a comparison for that too. Um, you know your favorite sculpture in Millennium Park, Cloud Gate, the bean? Mm-hmm. That's nearly 3,000 Cloud Gate sculptures.
0: Damn. I love that you brought these comparisons because that was when, that was my first time. I was just like, I'm gonna need you to put this. I need you to explain this to me like I'm a third grader. Uh, I went to Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois and Central Illinois for undergrad. And again, this is sort of where I started to largely see Pumpkin's like pumpkin overload. And it's not the marketing, the pumpkin spice, the pumpkin flavor. You just see it. It felt like a lot of cribs in Peoria had like six or seven or eight pumpkins just out on the porch, out in the front lawn. And so I've always seen it more as a decoration than an actual food item. But it makes sense that they're they're produced there. Well, Simone, I think we, we got to start with maybe the most Chicago thing you tried, pumpkin spice malort. Y'all let that soak in for people. Pumpkin, <laughs> spice, Malort. Y'all remember, we did a whole Malort episode, and we didn't all have nice things to say about it.
1: Me, me, least of all. I had I had maybe the least nice things to say about Malort. Two yeah.
0: of your stories involved throwing up. Yeah. Um, so, well, where can people find it? And, you know, did you throw up?
1: Okay, I just a spoiler alert. I did not throw up. Uh, so we're already, we're already ahead on that front. Um, you can only find the pumpkin spice Malort through the end of October. So you got to get in this week. Really? Uh, you can get shots, uh, at CH distillery where Jepson's, uh, makes, uh, makes Malort. Um, and that is in West loop. Uh, it is a, you know, it was, it was one of these things where like, I, I, we walked in. And there was another couple sitting next to us. And I, you know, was like shot a pumpkin spice Malort. And they were like, ah, I'm really curious to hear. We just had this, like, I'm excited to see your reaction. And they were like, have you had Malort before? We were talking about that. And I was like, well, how did you, did you like the pumpkin spice Malort? How did you find it? Was it better or worse than regular Malort? And they said, you know what? It's funny because when we got it, the couple, we asked the couple sitting next to us The same question (laughs) before you got here.
0: reaction. So
1: it was this, yeah, it was this like really kind of beautiful communal moment of we're all trying to try this pumpkin spice Malort out here. (laughs) How how is it going to treat us? Overall, I actually think it it improves Malort significantly. I think it improves Mm. the taste way more than I thought it would. I didn't think these flavors would go together, especially when you think of like sweet kind of pumpkin with that like... Grapefruity gasoline nonsense, like. But it is the it's actually the spice part of the pumpkin spice that I think works really well. It goes down a lot easier. That said, it, you still get that burn, that aftertaste you, that, that just sits there. Um, I will admit, I did not drink the whole shot, given my past experience <laughs> with Malore. I don't know if it would have been different if I drank the whole shot. Uh, but my date drank the drank the rest of it. Did not go to waste. I paired it with a, a toasted rice lager um though i think it would be really good if like if you ever had like a cream ale like in order like something with horchata mm-hmm. like, i feel like that would be re- actually i feel like that could really slap so i was surprised i was pleasantly surprised um so yeah i think a nice fun seasonal offering if you've already pranked your friends with regular malort maybe maybe give this a shot
0: i do agree i feel like a cocktail where rum chata and pumpkin spice malort were two of the components might slap I, for some reason i feel like that might work together
1: if anyone wants to give that a try, let us know, uh, cause I'm not going to do it.
0: Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with aligner experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions with customizable treatments transparent pricing and their cutting-edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location.
1: Jacoby, are you ready for another pumpkin fact? Speaking of pumpkin spice.
0: No, if you are this excited for something, I'm excited for it. So go ahead.
1: (laughs) So Jacoby, can you name all of the spices that go into pumpkin spice?
0: Cinnamon, nutmeg, and cardamom.
1: Uh, You got two. Uh, hey, uh cardamom is uh, typically not in um, pumpkin spice as we know it, although it can be. But typically you would find cinnamon, ginger, mm-hmm. nutmeg, allspice, cloves, and mace too. This all comes, uh, uh, as you no know, one will be shocked, this is all the product of uh, colonialism. Uh, the, the Dutch had <laughs> colonized uh, the Spice Islands in what is now Indonesia. The Brits, you know, obviously were in the Caribbean, which is where allspice comes from. Uh, and then, when the Brits came to the uh, Americas and found pumpkins, which are indigenous to the to the Americas, they added uh, those spices plus sugar and cream uh, to create kind of that sweet pumpkin that we know today. So it's a, sort of a that that particular flavor of pumpkin and pumpkin spice. Is a is a product of uh, of colonization.
0: I'm not shocked there at all. Funny, funny enough, not the colonization part. When I did my grocery store haul, obviously all I had in this uh, this cart was pumpkin spice things, and the cashier asked me. He was like, "Man, you, you don't know nobody like no pumpkin." He was like, "Pumpkin spice is basically." Uh, um, you know, cinnamon and nutmeg and ginger. Pumpkin by itself is, is is nasty, so you need all them spices really to to prop it up.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. It, you know, you can um you know before the Brits came, it was um you, you would use like chiles to to spice it into a savory dish. Um, and you can still kind of find that if you like in Mexican food. Um, you know, you can find uh, maybe not specifically with pumpkin, but you can definitely find it with other types of squashes. And you definitely see like pipitas, right, or pumpkin seeds that are spiced with. Um, Chile and lime and salt and that kind of thing. Um, so you mentioned that you went to the grocery store, picked up uh, we've all seen these like orange menaces of pumpkin yeah. spice. What's the spread that you got here? What did you get, Jacoby? Because I'm it, I'm a little worried for you.
0: <laughs> I have been avoiding the pumpkin spice aisle or section in the grocery store for the last six weeks. But like you said, we wanted to dive in. And so I've got a spread in front of me. I've got a pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin old-fashioned donut from Stans. And then from Trader Joe's, I've got pumpkin spice pretzels, pumpkin spice cookies, pumpkin spice cereal bar, uh, pumpkin spice pumpkin seeds, and a pumpkin muffin and some pumpkin soup. So I went all in. I grabbed a little bit of everything. Uh, but I'm going to start with stands because similar to how you describe Jepson's uh, and Malort, I do not like coffee. I've never finished a cup of coffee in my life. Anytime I've taken a sip of it, I've not enjoyed it. But if you've noticed throughout this conversation, I've been sipping on this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Pumpkin spice latte... I get it. I see why people go crazy you for it. you see the light? But, do you get it? <laughs> I do enjoy it. I'm not going to get it a bunch because the aftertaste of coffee and how it's going to feel on my stomach in a while is probably going to be great, but I will say it's the best tasting coffee I've had to this point. Obviously, very limited sample size, but the best I've had to this point.
1: And it's worth noting, too, that uh, on the website at chicago.citycast.fm, our newsletter editor, Sydney Madden, has compiled a list of uh, spots where you can get... Um, Pumpkin flavored drinks and fall flavored drinks that are not Starbucks. So if you want to skip the Starbucks PSL and go for something local, um, we got a list that you can find on our website.
0: The pumpkin spice old fashioned donut is great. It's just sugar and sugar glaze. And so the pumpkin flavor is very low. The spices are kind of the star of the donut. I'm going to try this muffin next.
1: We got lots of good uh, eating mouth sounds for you listeners. We know how much how much you love those.
0: The muffin is giving ginger. It's it's heavy on the ginger. uh, And I'm not liking it as much as the donut. We're going to try the cereal bar.
1: I just want the listeners to know that he is just going bite after bite. There's no palate cleansing that's happening here. Poor Jacoby's mouth is just going to be coated in pumpkin spice. No, I'm
0: going to drink a little water. I'm going to drink a little water. (laughs) The cereal bar, yes, is tasting more like pumpkin. Let's try these pumpkin seeds. Mmm.
1: You're snacking on those.
0: No, these is good.
1: I've never had sweet pumpkin seeds. That's so funny.
0: Yeah, they're so sweet and so good. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect this. This was towards the bottom of my list from expectation point. And now I'm going to do the soup. Let's just take one little thing of the soup. I should get some water before this one.
1: Yeah, you should. No, no on the soup. That's a big no on the soup. Oh no, that's a big big no.
0: <clears throat> All right, let's do this. From the okay. bottom. Uh the worst thing that I got, pumpkin spice soup. Leave it on the shelf, y'all. Leave it on the shelf. I'm going to go next with the muffin cuz it was too gingery. The texture of it was so good though. So get them out of Trader Joe's if you like muffins. Shockingly, I'm going with the cereal bar next because it just was the, it probably had the best spice blend of them all. And I could actually taste a hint of the pumpkin. I, then I have to go donut, the pumpkin, old fashioned donut, latte, pumpkin spice, pumpkin seeds for the win. But the seeds and the latte, two of the biggest shockers for me. I expected to like those. Probably the least, the fact that those are my top two is was a bit of a shock. I'm going to finish this latte.
1: This actually leads, I think, really well into, now that we've tried a bunch more food, uh, really well into our next pumpkin trivia question. You ready, Jacoby?
0: I'm snacking on these seeds. Do your thing.
1: Uh, In addition to harvesting the most pumpkins for jack-o'-lanterns and decorations, an Illinois plant is responsible for producing 85% of the world's canned pumpkin. Do you know where that plant is, and can you name that brand?
0: Pekin, Illinois. I'm going to say Pekin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is a complete inside joke only for my bradley people so peak in illinois and no i don't know the brand
1: you you're actually not that far off you're actually not uh, geographically you're not that far uh so it is the town of morton illinois uh
0: you have to pass morton to go to to get to bradley come on morton i see y'all
1: Yes. So it's Morton, Illinois, uh, and the brand is Libby's. Libby's canned pumpkin, which is the classic canned pumpkin that you will see in the grocery store. Um, Libby's is now owned by Nestle, but they started as a canned meat company in Chicago. And then in the 1920s, they brought canning pumpkin into the fold. And it's Mm. actually the Libby's pumpkin pie recipe that was printed on the back of its can starting in 1929. uh, That's, kind of been the quintessential pumpkin pie recipe. It's sort of credited uh, with mm. rocketing pumpkin pie into American kitchens for the holidays because you didn't have to mm. spend hours grinding pumpkin, right? Smashing it up and carving that pumpkin out. Uh, right. And it became an easy thing for anybody in the kitchen to prepare. Um, so uh, I, I, my hot take, if I, if I could make one, I almost kind of think like, Between the fact that we're producing so many pumpkins and then, like, the pumpkin pie flavor that is sort of the quintessential pumpkin pie that we know and love was created by a Chicago company, I kind of wonder if, like, we should be blamed for the pumpkin spice craze. Like, is this our fault? (laughs) Like, did we do this?
0: That's a really good point. And it doesn't feel after learning all this trivia, right? It doesn't feel like we're trying to take credit for something that's not really no. ours, right? No. No, we
1: really aren't. We really aren't. No. But I just, I don't know. I'm just connecting some dots here. And I just wonder, <laughs> like, if Libby's hadn't printed that recipe and created the quintessential pumpkin pie recipe, would would we have pumpkin spice as we know it today? Like as a flavor mm-hmm. in lattes and cookies, et cetera, do you think?
0: That's a good question. I'm I I guess I'm going to counter with a question. Do we have a sense of when the pumpkin spice craze took off, like when this picked up, when it just became the the you know, the 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 produce of the month?
1: Actually, pumpkins for a long time were associated with like the Thanksgiving holiday, um, you know, pretty much since the inception of of the concept of Thanksgiving, particularly in the 19th century, um, when that became, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, declared it a, a national holiday. Um, so also an Illinois president. We can mark that one on for Illinois, too. Come um, on.
0: It's our uh, fault, y'all.
1: <laughs> um, But pumpkin spice kind of as its own flavor. I, you know, I was reading kind of different accounts, but a lot of it, a lot of it was like a Starbucks thing. Like
0: Mm -hmm. the last, I think it's the twenty-year anniversary of the Starbucks pumpkin spice latte.
1: As far as creating the pumpkin spice as a as a sort of pop culture phenomenon and a trend and this holiday thing that everyone expects every year, outside of pumpkin pie, right? Outside of the the table, I think that's when it kind of became this like commercialized thing. So that is a very uh-huh. very recent development. So so Chicago doesn't take credit for the pumpkin spice latte uh, for sure. I think, but I don't know. There's some, some other, other craze. <laughs> there like there's some other stuff happening here that has that has strong Chicago. I don't know. I just just food for thought. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Obviously, you got the traditional pumpkin pie. Shout out to Libby's. But, Simone, you try to twist out at Bang Bang Pie in Logan Square. How was that one?
1: Yeah, so Bang Bang Pie in Logan Square. Again, shout out to uh, our newsletter, Hey Chicago, for putting me onto this. um, Because the minute I saw this in the (laughs) newsletter, I was like, I have to try it. So Bang Bang Pie has a uh, pumpkin goat cheese cheesecake. And... It was delicious, Jacoby. I, I I have nothing else to say about it. It was um, it was absolutely delicious. You're making a face right now. I don't understand why you're making this face. All three of those things are just beautiful, wonderful things. Uh. I, I, if you don't like goat cheese, I can't help you. Like I, I you're wrong. I'm sorry. Like it's so good, <laughs> it's so good, and it makes the cheesecake so rich. They also on top, in addition to the pumpkin, right, which is kind of swirled in. They have these like candied um, pumpkin seeds and like cranberries. Just a delight. I uh, probably the best pumpkin thing I'll taste all season. Okay. Jacoby, you you came into this conversation a pumpkin and pumpkin spice skeptic. I I was. How are you feeling about it now?
0: I lead this conversation putting more respect on Pumpkin's name, right? Whether or not the pumpkin spice craze is in a dip, it'll come back. You think Halloween, you think of a pumpkin, right? You think Thanksgiving, like it's a part of this, this, this season in a different kind of way. And because of the many different ways that it's being used in food, in celebration, I think we have to put a lot more respect on the pumpkin. I don't know if it has like year-round applicability for me, but I respect its domination over the late August through mid-November season um, a lot more now. Shout out to lead producer Samaha Alisea. Again, another shout out to our newsletter editor, Sydney Madden, uh, for helping to inspire this conversation. I'm glad I did at the hall, and I'm glad we sat down to talk about it, my friend. Thanks, Jacoby. here is some good news. Fro Skate, Chicago's black women founded and queer led skate collective is having its final free meetup tomorrow at 5 p.m. at Wilson Park in Uptown. they will have music, free food, and some giveaways. Now, if you can't make it, Fro Skate's Halloween benefit show is this Friday at Bricktown in Roscoe Village. And of course, costumes are encouraged. As always, we appreciate you for listening. I'm going to be back with you bright and early tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Peace. I'm not doing pumpkin spice more, though. I'm glad you did that one for the team. I'm glad you took that lick for the rest of us. Oh, I spilled it on my, spilled some muffin.
1: Are you still eating those seeds? Are you still eating seeds?
0: Dog, I'm I'm racking this bag today.